So there I was. Okay. Sitting at a coffee shop. Did you do a lip bite? No. Okay. And... Did you do a half smile? I'm just, I, I'm, I'm focusing on myself. It's Someone really, ask you about your beard? I'm just trying to prove that I listened to our last yeah, episode. Thank you for doing that. You're welcome. Keep going. Um, and this guy comes up to me. Yeah. And he's like, hey, are you, like, he kind of mumbles something. He's like, are you, and I'm like, I'm sorry, what? And he's like, are you Oculus fuckery? What? And I'm like, I'm sorry. <laughs> what? What is this? And he's like. Oh, sorry. Never mind. Then I was like, "No, like, what are you asking? No, you like, can't leave. What are you asking me?" And he said, "There's an Instagram photographer that has a beard and looks like me, named Oculus Fuckery." Fuckery. <laughs> so then I looked him up. You should have said yes. That's one step closer I, to being Instagram influencer. Yeah. So I I then went to look him up and. Do you look anything like and him? And I typed in Oculus Fuckery into Google. Yeah. And. This website came up, and the title on the website was Hot Bearded Instagrammers <gasps> That Will Make Your Panties Wet. Oh, my God. <laughs> Ryan. So. How do you feel? I, well, it's you not me. You came in here it's, with a little bit of a pep in your staff. It's not me. But, but someone it's... thought that you were a bearded guy who can make someone's panties wet. Yeah. It's very gross. Do you know what's a gross expression? That. Wet panties. Yeah. With that, let's get going. Yeah. I okay. Um, welcome back from London. Oh my god, thank you. <laughs> Do that again for a second. <laughs> thank you. Yeah, it's got it's gotten worse. Um, how was solo travel? Uh, well, I stayed with a friend, so okay. I wasn't that well, solo. Never mind. Okay, can I talk about this friend who is a listener of this podcast? Huge shout out. I will never have a more thoughtful host. In my whole entire life. Okay. If this man wasn't gay, he knows this. I would marry him tomorrow. But alas, it's not going to happen Because. For me. Okay. As he, everyone knows, I have a bit of a problem. Yes. With a little bear who just brings kindness and hope to the world. I love him. I just, it's become deeper and deeper since being in this hometown. Uh <laughs> Okay. Anyways, so on the Saturday, we woke up and my the guy I was staying with was like, Christine, let's go to Paddington Station and you can go to the gift shop there and swag up. And I was like, oh, my God, yes, this is amazing. What are top 10 bears that'll make your panties wet? <laughs> Number one, Paddington. Number two, Yogi. Number three, Smokey if the Bear. If you know more than three bears. Number <laughs> Four, Berenstein uh, Bear, the dad. The fam- oh, the dad, okay. <laughs> Number five. Uh, I got no more. It doesn't more. matter. Uh, if doesn't I could matter. think of ten, though, that would have been, we're going to edit that yeah. in that. I just rattle <laughs> off ten. Okay, no, sorry. Where was I? Okay, so we get to Pankton Station. Yes. I see the gift shop in the distance, and I start to just speed walk there. You would, he yeah. says I pushed him out of the way. I feel like, you know. Agree to disagree. And he's like, I'm going to go get coffee. You go to the shop. I'm like, great. So I'm in the shop. I'm like holding different things up. I'm like, do I need this Paddington (laughs) notebook or do I need this Paddington stuffed animal? What am I going to get? And he comes back in. I'm like, which of these should I buy? And he's like, how about neither right now? How you put them down? And I was like, why? What the fuck? Yeah. And he's like, I booked us a two and a half hour Paddington tour. 
where they like walk you around London and oh tell you all that. Like, is that not the That's nice? So I almost wept on the nice. spot. So your host, um, single, single. I, mean, I assume he sounds so so thoughtful. Nice. So thought. He also made me an Easter egg hunt. Like I woke up one morning to just a note on the counter that said, "Go find the Easter eggs outside," and he had hid like That's thirty Easter amazing. eggs throughout the yard. Uh, just like. The freaking best. I mean, send us an email if send us an email <laughs> if you want to date this guy. Yeah, you know he is coming back to Ottawa for the summer. So if you're looking for a summer romance, he's gonna hate me for all of this. And I sent you a really good meme, and you didn't even like it. I was busy. Yeah. So <laughs> okay, how are you? How's um preparing for parenthood? Good. Also, I was listening to our episode. I just want to reiterate sure, that sure, I listened sure, to sure. our episode. Sure. And I realized that for the first time on the podcast, you said that you were having a baby girl and I had zero reaction. To <laughs> yeah. It. yeah. But that's really gonna exciting. going to have a daughter. You're going to have a daughter. Are you excited? I, I I know you're not supposed to like, oh, I hope we're having a boy. I'm so excited we're having a girl. Yeah. I'm like, I secretly really want it to be a girl. I just, I'm so excited. Do you think she's going to be like... Uh, an improviser like her godparent, <laughs> yeah, um, or uh, you have a skate punk vibe right now. Thank that you so I, much. I don't know if you're hanging out in skate gangs. I look like I could be <laughs> at a punk show, and I'm into it. Um, uh, yeah, you asked how think preps going. Yes, I have moments of freak out. Mm-hmm. Um, last weekend, from all day Saturday, all day Sunday, Sarah and I were in a preparing for labor and delivery course. Oh my God. And all day? How all, much preparation is it? You would think not that much. Well, I guess I would think quite a bit. Actually. It's a lot. Okay, um, what do you have to do? Oh, I know all these ways to help Sarah manage her pain during labor. Which are? I don't know. I really need to review okay, my notes. That's rough. <laughs> it was scary. <laughs> okay, what what were the other people like? Um, you know, all all young. Um, I took a lot of notes, more <laughs> notes than the other men, I should point out. <laughs> okay. But I saw I learned so much about women's bodies. Okay. I know it like I'm not I'm I not, know very little about my body, so if you can Do you want me, me to teach you about your body? Right now, actually. It's amazing. Okay. I'll just I'll literally <laughs> so just say glad. that. It's crazy. I know about nothing about my body, like close to zero things. Because sure. I never. That's kind of what I assume. Yeah, thank you so much. <laughs> no, I because I got pulled out of sex ed in middle school. Appropriate. Appropriate. Um, abstinence is all I need to know. And uh, then in high school, I never took a biology class. I just took physics. So like I can tell you about inertia, but I can't tell you anything about my vagina. And so I also was like, oh, maybe going through this breakup, like I feel like standing on a mirror and talking to your vagina is like part of a breakup. Mm. That's what fried green tomatoes. I think that's <laughs> what I'm thinking of. Taught me you're supposed to like claim you're like my vagina's beautiful. Blah, and I didn't do it. And so I feel huh. like. Yeah. I don't know. Should I stand on a mirror and talk to my vagina and get you to could. know You could. I don't think it would hurt. What um, What would I say to it? I don't know. All this to say, if you could teach me a couple things about my body, it would really help me out. Um. Yeah. Give me, some, give me some quick facts. <laughs> uh, Open okay. your notes. Here's the thing. So let's say things go kind of quote unquote as planned for delivery. Your body will go through a number of phases of like contractions, which are painful. But did you know that every at every phase your body will secrete endorphins 
to allow you to tolerate that level of pain. So it, as your pain threshold goes up, your body responds by giving you the en appropriate endorphins to manage the pain that you're going through. So Ooh. if you went from zero to 100, it would be unbearable. But because it's like this stepping process, your body can manage that pain at an appropriate level. It still this is, is painful. So interesting. It's so mind blowing. Um, I'm oh, and your boobs are amazing, oh, okay, too. Thank you so much. <laughs> I'm so glad someone has finally your, noticed. Yeah, your vagina and boobs are <laughs> amazing. I feel so uncomfortable. Like, I know you're just saying it vaguely to like the, the world. Universally. Like you, but it feels like you're looking at me. I am looking at you. <laughs> like you've never made more direct eye contact yeah. ever. Uh, it has been like, wow, that was a lot for me to your hear. Your mom's boobs and vagina are amazing. <laughs> Amazing. She is back to listening to the oh, podcast, goodness, so she will goodness. hear that, yeah. and I'm really excited for that. Yeah, um, I am currently dating someone who has a child. Okay, and has he affirmed your boobs and vagina? Has he? Yeah, I, th I think not with such direct eye contact. <laughs> I am gonna yeah. request well, that, being like, "Can you just look at me occasionally and be like, your boobs and vagina <laughs> are amazing, appropriate?" Okay, sorry. Okay, I have a shopping problem, and that shopping problem is progressive kids' books. Mm, I can't yeah. stop yeah. buying them. I just, okay, also in London, there was just like ones that are just like overtly about state revolution. And I'm, oh, I, I went on a little bit of a shopping spree. Um, yeah, I think, I think. Those are good though. Those are great. Right? That's a but then I I can pass them on to you. Sometimes I think and this is just me as in a similar situation, I think they're more for us than as for the kid. The reader like the kid doesn't understand the subtleties. I think they're so good. <laughs> like oh, there's a woman like I don't know, discovering boron. You can be a scientist. <laughs> it's kind of like Yeah. No. I, but I I think it's amazing and so needed, but sometimes I think like I read this book called Bert and the Broken Teapot. It's a Sesame Street book. And I was crying at the like <laughs> life lesson. And I just envisioned our daughter's going to be like, yeah, he broke a teapot. I don't, like, I don't know. <laughs> Great. But then you're going to keep, they're yeah. going to grow with of the course. book. Of course. I'm going to write a kid's book called Your Vagina is Amazing. Yeah. It's going to be about all the amazing things your vagina can do. Um, the audience may be wondering, what's JP's reaction to all this? Oh my gosh, JP. But Re <laughs> rest in peace. Yeah, he's <laughs> fine. He's okay. But what the audience doesn't know is we have like a, a guest helping us out instead, JP, named, named oh, yeah. Lisa. And she's probably like, this is the weirdest podcast I've had to record. Yeah, that's thus fair. Far. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I mean, you've been talking about standing over a mirror. No, that part of a breakup. You listen to Brandy Carlisle, <laughs> you eat ice cream and you talk to your vagina. I've never heard anybody else say I should I'm do I'm pretty this. sure it's in the movie Fried Green Tomatoes. I actually don't think she's going through a breakup. Now that I think about it, I think she's going through a midlife crisis. So maybe it's part of that. Okay. I don't know. Are I you feel going like through a midlife crisis? Or? Maybe. No, I think you're good. I'm now dressing like a punk rocker. I yeah. don't know what's happening yeah. with me. <sighs> That's my life. I'm going to go home. I'm going to talk to my vagina. You're becoming a parent. We're in different stages, you know? Yeah. I have a question. Go ahead. What was the London comedy scene like? Okay, I went to one show. It was so unbelievably was, good. Was it improv? I went to one stand-up and one improv okay. show, as I like to pursue both of my passions. Yeah. Uh, the stand-up was uh, unbelievably good. It was like an indie show. It was packed. Every comedian did really well. 
I was like only offended once, which is not bad. Because in, in Britain, they say the see you next Tuesday a lot. They do. I, you know, I'm not uh, offended by the word cunt. So <laughs> that is uh, fine by me. Uh, I wish I was in a comedy scene where I could say cunt more often. Yeah, no, meaning it's at very, all. Yeah. It would be shocking for my set. Again, be like at Bible Lisa's camp, first I time fell with down us. <laughs> and was like, just saying cunt. Yeah. Um, what was the improv like? I'm curious about that. Okay. I hope they don't. They were good. I thought they were. You they, hope they're not <laughs> listening? <laughs> Well, I, I think we're good. <laughs> no, I thought it was so I went to apparently what is the best improv school in London. It's kind of like the equivalent of UCB, much smaller, sure. but yeah. in, in London. And I saw their equivalent of of Ass Cats, which is like UCB. Oh, that's star. like their feature show. Yeah, yeah. So it has all their key players, their teachers, whatever. And it was good. But <laughs> I wouldn't say it was great. I wasn't okay. like when I see Ass Cats, I'm yeah. in awe. Yeah. When I saw this, I was like, I could jump into that. And oh. that is not saying no, but in a that, space of like, oh, because I'm so good. But it was like, I feel equal to this. You're right. I when when we watch Ask Cats, I'm like, I couldn't keep There's up with no this. There's no way I could keep up with it. But, yeah, yeah, not even. I could barely keep up as an audience member. I'm like, <laughs> wait, where are we? I mean, even with a little awkward, you're like, where are we? Uh, what is <laughs> what happening? Is uh, uh, so, no, it was really, it was great, though. It was so much fun. Um... What else? I like people have been like, oh, how was your trip? What did you do? What did you see? And are I'm people almost... more fashionable there. I have this yes, view that London they are. is very They're fashionable. very hip. And it was 25 degrees and sunny oh. and everyone looked so cool. Were they beautiful? They were. Everyone was so tiny. Like oh. just, I felt like a little giant. Uh, <laughs> man. Uh, I met the son of a Lord. Our Lord and Savior or somebody else? <laughs> So Jesus, you met Jesus. <laughs> Sorry, I just son I, yeah. of Jesus. No, like a British lord. Wow. I hung out with a lord's son. Was his name Charles? It uh, was Charles. Actually, <laughs> yeah. I, folks, I just pulled that name out I of mean, my. It's not that hard to do. Yeah, that's true. Uh, but like, so nice and funny and quirky. He's a photographer. Because if you have lord money. You have money to just yeah. be a photographer. Okay, but this is what I learned because I was like, oh my God, you're the son of a Lord. Should I bow? And he was like, please don't. And I was like, did great, you great, great. You didn't ask that though, did I, you? As a joke. It was like a ha ha. And he <laughs> was like, but don't. But what happened is, the, so there's like a certain amount of properties. I'm probably butchering this, but there's like a certain amount of properties in the UK that have like a lordship yeah. deed attached sure. to them. So someone owned this property that then went bankrupt or like okay. had to sell it. And then this guy's dad <laughs> bought it. And as a result, became a lord. I love that the that the British like lordshipness is just like a bunch of loan sharks out there. Like, no, I could buy that property. <laughs> I'll become a, but apparently they also and they they're like, we try not to talk about this because uh, we don't want to have to deal with it. But they own everyone in the village's front yard. <laughs> like don't want to deal with the hassle of it. No. Come could rake you imagine my lawn. One day you're just like had a school bully and then you just like burn their front yard. Yeah. And no punishment because guess what? It's, it's yours. your front yard. Oh, I could go for some lordship. Yeah, go find someone who's bankrupt <laughs> and buy like their property. Sarah's parents wanted her to marry a lord. How you feel about that? I don't know. I, I had nothing. I had debt. I didn't have front yards. I didn't have. I didn't front even have a yard. driveway. 
Well, look at you now. I have an apartment, at least, that I'm renting. <laughs> yeah, you do. Yeah. And like a bus pass. Yeah. We sold our car, so I don't own that. You uh, have a bicycle. Holy, I got a nice bike. Yeah. I own a bike, an eight-year-old laptop, and a, a sectional couch, which I'm actually quite proud of. Yeah. And a lot of Paddington stuff. <laughs> I mean, I will give myself credit where credit is due. I only bought tasteful Paddington stuff. Like uh, a travel mug, a tote bag, uh, a keychain. Like mm-hmm. I didn't buy like. Did you buy anything for me? A sweatshirt. I didn't. And then I was listening to the podcast and I yeah. realized I said I would. Would you like a progressive children's mug? You know, eventually. <laughs> okay, great. I'll give you those. We should do our Was That Funny segment. Okay, great. I'm not even going to sing today. <laughs> I just don't want to deal with your attitude of like, that was a weak song. That's so annoying. I hate doing this podcast with you. Ugh, it's fine. <laughs> okay. What have you been watching? Okay. Speaking of London. Yes. There is a show called W1A mm-hmm. on the on on Netflix. And it's a, uh, about the BBC. And it's a comedy show about life in the BBC and life in a government department, life at a TV station. Um, Is it? And I've been binging it. A scripted it. show. It's scripted. Okay. Um, it's I would say W one A. W one A. And I compare it to. I talked about the uh, show about the Australian Infrastructure Bank. Oh, I loved that show. I, I watched it. You told me to watch it, and I watched it. I compared to that. Like yes, very, that's very funny. It's making fun of bureaucracy. It's making fun of kind of if you if you've ever watched the BBC or even CBC for that matter. Like anytime they say BBC, just sub in CBC, and it's funny. Like. It took me a solid four episodes to get into it, which is the first season. <laughs> that is, yeah, uh, because um, British shows are, have very short seasons. But it's by the like by the fifth episode, I was I went back and watched episodes from the first season, and I laughed. And how many seasons are there? Three. Okay. So I would say it's very good and very funny, but I'm glad it's a short series because one thing, and I've vented to you about uh, Cougar Town before. I loved that And show. I know you love it. I find- I wonder if that aged well. <laughs> probably not. Great. Uh, let's, let's see though. I'm going to uh, watch it again. But I find with, what I complained about with Cougar Town and I've complained about with other shows and this show too- after a while, you're like, oh, every character kind of says or sounds the same. And if you took the line one character would say and gave it to another, it wouldn't it really be, make a yeah. difference. And so while it's all funny and while it's all good. It's very monotonous. By the end of the third season, I was like, you know, they probably maxed out where they could take their characters. Yeah. They probably maxed it out. And so all the seasons are good and there's like f- really funny spots. But in it them. ended at the right time. But it, you're like, yeah. That's good. Okay, I'm going to watch this. W1A. Netflix. If you haven't heard about Netflix, it's a show where you can't actually find anything you want to watch. But you find something that you never even You find something you've like, oh, I've never heard of it. And it's so, I'm so fucking sick of Netflix. You very rarely drop the F word. I mean, I've said cunt four times (laughs) since I was getting an E rating uh, no matter what. I just like, there's stuff that I, 
I want to watch, and then I'll search the movie, and they never have a movie I'm searching for. Okay, you just don't want to go down the road I've gone down (sighs) where I just have everything now. Like, I've got Prime. I've got Netflix. I think I have Crave. I've never used it. I have that new reality TV one. You know what I want? I want a blockbuster where I can walk in, they're like, here's everything, not here's 15 shows we've made, and... Some of them are good. Some of them suck, but we're not going to show you anything else. Um, what okay. did you watch? My, again, I'm just like in a deep, dark hole of old seasons of Top Chef. I'm currently watching season six. Uh, it's, it wasn't funny. No, but am I sucked in? Yes. Yeah, okay. uh, but uh, so mine's weird because the only time I watch anything else really is at work when I need a break. So I watch a YouTube video. Have you watched... Uh, Vanity Fair's Tinder Takeover. I haven't. No, tell me okay. about it. I don't. Is it funny? <laughs> I think they're hilarious. Okay, but I think I might think they're really funny because I'm not on Tinder, and so I feel like for some people watching them would be like, "Yeah, this is my life all the time, and it fucking sucks." For me, I'm like, "No, Tinder. That seems <laughs> yeah. fun." Yeah. Uh, but it's like a celebrity guest. Comes on. Margot Robbie. And they take, okay, it's not all, I know you love her. It's like every episode you try to slip her name in. I'm just hoping she'll be a guest someday. Sure. (laughs) Fingers crossed. Uh, So like, I think Seth Rogen did one. Nick Kroll did one. Um... Nick Offerman, I think, did one. Anyways, like, like, so like. Oh, men you want to have sex with. I do not want to have sex with Nick Kroll. Do I? (laughs) (laughs) No, I think I'm good. Um, No, so, and then they just take like a Vanity Fair staff person's Tinder and just Tinder for like 15 minutes. I mean, that is really funny. It was fun. Yeah. And they like message people and get mad at people. They try to set up dates for the person. It's literally just watching a celebrity Tinder for someone else. Yeah. But for some reason, every time I get the giggles. If you want a wild party game. Please. You can um, broadcast your, obviously, your, I'm not saying anything new. No, I mean, you wanted that app where you make a profile and you're in a relationship and other people are in a relationship, but you tell each other you're hot. Yes, I still <laughs> really want this app. Ladies and gentlemen, if you haven't heard me pitch this app, let me just back up just here. Let's do it again. It's like Tinder, yeah. but it's not for hookups. It's just for affirmations. <laughs> and so people in relationships, sometimes when you've been in a long-term relationship, you forget if you're hot to the outside world yeah. or you just don't know. So it's just for people in relationships to go and get affirmations and they swipe on each other and just say, hey, you look good. And it's not for sex. It's just for like to feel nice. I would I actually wouldn't hate that (laughs) like the other day a stranger did come up to me and was like I don't know he was just like oh you have like a nice smile and I was like oh who are you my god (laughs) my panties are wet but um have you been watching Jane the Virgin okay last season baby here we go still good Oh yeah, you didn't like it. You tried it. Um, uh, it it wasn't for me. Sarah loves it. It's is Sarah watching this season? Yes, she is. Okay, who does she want? I can't. I don't um, know. Okay, I don't know. Well, Brad. If I can make words near Sarah, I would ask her. But <laughs> I still can't. If you could start, yeah. Anyway, I'm gonna try as the godparent. I know I'm gonna need to be in family meetings and stuff. So it'd be good <laughs> if I could start to communicate with your wife without being like. The amount that my friends and I talk about your wife, I know we've discussed, but it is out of control. We just, again, have you asked her? 
Because we still debate this. As, as, anytime my friends and I get together, we usually do have some conversation of does Sarah sweat? Because we just assume she doesn't. That she's like so perfect and beautiful in like the nicest way possible that she just like <laughs> just I, doesn't. I personally have never seen it. Yeah. Then you've been with her for how many years? Yeah. A number. Someone could go on one date with me, and if someone stopped them and was like, does that woman sweat? They'd be like, a lot. I used to be friends with this guy who sweats so much, and whenever he smet it, sweat, it smelled like ketchup. Ew. And he said, um, he said, the first time I go on a date with a girl, before we start talking, I have to explain my sweat to her. That is so gross. <laughs> like, can you I imagine being up. on a first date with a dude? And he's like, I sweat like ketchup. Did I ever tell you about my ranch dressing thing? Uh, do you smell like ranch dressing when you sweat? Uh, <laughs> because yes, you know, some guys would love that. Not anymore. But in my first, not anymore. <laughs> I don't eat ranch dressing anymore. Because my first year in university, I was very scared of the freshman fifteen. Like everyone talked about it all the time. They're like, "You gain fifteen pounds when you're a freshman." Now I'd be like, "Okay, great." Uh, but at the time I was so scared of this. <laughs> and so I only ate like giant salads, two meals a day. And it just like drenched in ranch Ooh. dressing <laughs> to the point that a friend, I'm sure I've talked about this. A friend no. had to like nicely be like, Christina, it's like seeping out of your pores. And like people like knew that I smelled like ranch <laughs> Which is like, could you imagine <laughs> being like, hey, like somebody sees you across the room in class and they're like, oh, oh there's a ranch. She's cute. <laughs> I'm going to go over and talk to her. Mm. And they just start, do you do you smell a salad? And you're like, no, 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 I don't. And ranch is like, it's a it's distinct. Potent. Oh, my like goodness. I can't smell it without feeling nauseous now. <laughs> Think of all those guys that like, hey, do you remember that hot girl that smelled like <laughs> smell. ranch? I'm not going to lie. If you looked at pictures, I'm I'm okay with how I look now. I'm like good with it. I should stand on a mirror and validate my vagina. But otherwise, I'm feeling good. <laughs> but like, I... Uh, I don't think with or without the ranch dressing, my first year of university was peak yeah. <laughs> attractive Christina. Like I had a, a unibrow for sure, but like not just a unibrow where the like two eyebrows were attached, but like the eyebrows were also growing out width wise to the point that uh, they had separated. So I kind of had four eyebrows, uh, but two of them were attached. Are, are you mad at anybody that it wasn't like... <laughs> In your life at that time to be like, oh, no, hey. my mom told me all the time. And I was like, mom, I don't care. They're my eyebrows. And now looking at pictures, I'm like, oh, I wish I'd care. Yeah. Yeah. You. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, I don't think the ranch. All I'm saying is I don't think the ranch dressing was like holding me back. Yeah, it, it probably just like confirmed what people already thought. This guy, I bet that girl smells like ranch. This guy broke up with me. I We like dated for like two weeks at the beginning. The fact that you, date, like that speaks a lot to okay, your personality Okay, but he then. broke up with me and just, no, thank you. <laughs> he dated me through. But he broke up with me um, and then a week later his roommate moved out because the guy smelled so bad. That the, his roommate was like, I can't stand this room. You oh. smell too bad. And the guy who smelled so bad is the one who broke up with <laughs> me. Oh, so it's like a, a collective of people <laughs> that need friends to be like, honey, listen. 
Um, you smell like ranch dressing and you have four eyebrows, which I is cool. That. You had four eyebrows? No, I had I had older sisters that bullied me that were like, we're deodorant. You yeah. smell bad. Yeah. Like bullied me. And I definitely wore deodorant. It's I just believe that it. ranch dressing overpowers yeah. most things. Yeah. You and uh, my ketchup smelling friend could have hung out and be we like, we could have been hey, hot and heavy. What do you think of condiments? <laughs> Love them. Should we bring our guests? <laughs> yeah, let's bring on our guests. I already think this was a huge mistake. <laughs> <laughs> I need to be I didn't know they would that. be so cutting of each I, other. They're so rude to yeah. one another. Like, I was thinking they'd be like us, where we just yeah, like build each other up. Wow. And they're fucking monsters. I build Andrew up. Okay, <laughs> I'll introduce you. Uh, we have two recur- recurring Two-timer guests Two-timers. Uh, Andrew Wombolt and David Hello. Haddad. Did I say it right? Thank you. Wombolt? Wombolt. I said, what the fuck? I, I said, corrected her to say it was Wombolt. I say it different every time. Sit closer to your Thanks for, okay, so we're having you two back on. Because um, of the good reviews we got. Yeah. First time. No one's mentioned. Yeah, it's, it's really been silent on your uh, As with most guests. quality of guests. Mm. We have we sometimes get a comment like, that guest voice was really sexy. Who? Uh, who had the sexy again, voice? Again, not you guys. I apologize. <laughs> Wait, sorry. T.O. for a second. Who had the sexy voice? Matt Barrow. Matt Barrow. Interesting. Whoa. Interesting. Al, Al also I, had, I Al, Al had a sexy voice. Yeah. Daddy Improv did it. Did the sexy Daddy voice. Daddy Improv. Um, okay, but we are having you guys on as a duo, as like comedy best friends, because uh-huh. we're also comedy best friends. So we thought we could like... Gab as a couple pairs. Of yeah, comedy. it's like a double date. It is kind of like a double date. Wow. I think of like, us as comedy associates. Oh, okay. friends. I think of us as comedy best friends, actually. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm the Christina. <laughs> Everybody wants to be the Christina. <laughs> Funny. <laughs> glasses. I mean, desperate. Glasses. <laughs> I am funny and desperate. It's out there now. Yeah, that's how's fine. that going? Okay, guys, we're not talking about my relationship. Actually, uh, the audience should know that before we came on, Christina's trying to describe what a scotch egg was. Oh, yeah. This is not a What go- is that? Oh, my God. I'm sorry. And do people under 90 eat that? Okay, I think it's scotch Doug's egg. nickname for her. <laughs> <laughs> little scotch so egg. gross for some reason that feels so gross uh, a scotch egg is like a soft boiled egg mm. uh, covered in ground meat yeah. and then breaded no. and deep <laughs> oh, that's good. that sounds amazing to me and I've had one but it just sounds that it doesn't sounds sound good to you good. what kind of meat uh, it's like ground pork, I think. It's very British, right? That's why it's you... It's very British. Yeah, I just came back. I had some scotch eggs. Yeah. You know, it's a new part of me. The thought of that being my nickname. By sexual the first nickname. Night, sexual nickname. <laughs> what, would, what do you think that would like mean, though, if someone was like, you're my little scotch egg? Covered in pork? <laughs> <laughs> Um, I saw an ad, uh, an ad, a directed ad apparently the other day that was like, have trouble performing sexually, and then it was just a hand holding an egg. <laughs> I'm sorry. Do eggs help with like I don't know. Have you ever held two eggs? <laughs> Never been harder in my life. Hurt, yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, you know I eat a lot of eggs, and I am mm. not a strong sexual performer. So. <laughs> what is happening? So you have to hold them. Oh, yeah. oh, in the shell. It didn't say. In yeah, the they shell. were in the shell, but it didn't say what to do with it. If Honestly, both parts, like it, the yolk or the shell, like, insert it. 
I thought it was inserting. No, there's Insert- no way. No, I think you it's always probably, been inserting. Like, I bet eating eggs helps with like. Perver- I'm just gonna do some googling. <laughs> eating eggs. Okay, keep talking. Yeah. About, about this? No, about <laughs> anything other than this. So you said inserting. Go on. <laughs> yeah. Okay, how did I'll give a question and sure. then I'll do my googling. How did you two become like? What does it mean to be what to you? What does it mean to be comedy best friends? And then Ryan, I'd also like to hear your answer. Uh, Being comedy best friends with Andrew is constantly being like, no, you don't need to quit comedy. (laughs) You'll it's fine. They'll laugh next time, or like maybe the time after that, probably. (laughs) (laughs) Are you crying? It's just (laughs) it's a little soon. Had back to back to back to back bad shows. I <laughs> uh, like I I I know you're you're not joking, but you're joking, but you're not. Yeah. Mm. I like Christina. The amount of times early on she's changed. I don't need to reassure her anymore. But the amount of times I need to talk her off a cliff, like you are funny, it will be better next time. Mm-hmm. Um, is needed. Yeah. And there's a lot of uh, hey, maybe don't say that one. <laughs> And then, hey, why did you say that one that I told you not to say? Yeah. Mm. Eggs are rich in vitamins no. B and B5, B6 and B5. These help balance hormone levels you know and fight stress. Stri- boner. <laughs> they help fight stress. Two things that are crucial to healthy libido. Libido? Yeah. Well, how do you think <laughs> it's best for I know it's libido, but when I look at it, it looks. I'd love if you finish that sentence with a healthy libido. libido. (laughs) They're also a symbol of fertility and rebirth. Mm. Eating raw chicken eggs just prior to sex is said to heighten libido and maximize (laughs) energy levels. So the dude on Beauty and the Beast, when he says he eats 12 raw eggs a day, is really just a horny. Other things that can help with your libido are figs, garlic, chocolate. I'd have to go to the next page to see the others. Don't do Can you it. just imagine your breasts, though? Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't sound fun. Yeah, yeah it okay. seems counterintuitive, actually. You just smell like eggs, but you're so horned up. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Ah, this has been thrilling. <laughs> okay, no. So, like, describe each other in three words. Yeah, I'd like uh, you to describe David's comedy and David, you describe Andrew's comedy. Oh, oh his comedy. comedy yes. Yeah. Uh, um... He's trying so hard. <laughs> Qu- quantity. Quantity. <laughs> he's a high volume comic. Okay. Okay. Um, you know, he's not afraid to just go on for 15, 20 minutes. <laughs> um, so that's quantity. <laughs> we got one word. Two okay, more. Okay. Um, he's really, he has a really like sweaty energy on stage. <laughs> <laughs> Is sweaty the second word? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Sweaty, volume. Yeah. Volume and content's not, in, not in loud. loud. He's not loud. Is that right. the other word? <laughs> no, no, no. You're great. <laughs> I feel so much loud. We would take great as a word. Yeah, okay. No, no, no. <laughs> okay. Amateur. Amateur is the third okay. word. <laughs> Quantity, sweaty, amateur. And, and David, your David. rebuttal. Uh, frantic, panicked, nervous. Okay. Well, it's no fair. He's clearly thought about it. <laughs> I thought about it long before this. <laughs> Okay, Ryan, three words for me, please. Uh, Beautiful. Thank you. Scotch. Egg. <laughs> Guys, stop doing my Christina's dirty talk. The <laughs> all riled up. Um, I guess I would say... Um, Scotch egg is the grossest dirty talk I've ever heard. Girl, you want me to wrap your yucky <laughs> 
<laughs> with my pork. <laughs> it's, it's yeah, so it works actually kind of well. Um, go ahead. Uh, you would be like. Uh, Have you listened to the set I said? Yeah, you? I did. And what did um, you think? Self-deprecating. <laughs> Great. Um, is she doesn't she, mean it though. Is she okay? <laughs> The second one. Yeah. <laughs> the third one, I'm worried about her. The intervention. Yeah. I'll take it. Um, and stunning. Like, Thank you. so stunning. Thank you so much. I did a, I hosted a show that uh, Andrew and David produce. Is, um, is this just buying you time before you do my words? I'll do your words. Uh, <laughs> I hosted a show recently and uh, I was pretty hard on myself. I was pre- pretty tough on myself. I would say tougher even than usual. And then another comedian went up as soon as I was like real rough on myself. And he was like, man, Christina's too hard on herself, huh? Nothing. The audience just. What did you want? Yes. <laughs> you be like, She's doing her best. Boom, we love her. <laughs> just as she is. Yeah, yeah, nothing. They were like, no, it seems about right. Uh-huh. She is ugly and sad. <laughs> and she probably does have trouble dating. It all checks out. <laughs> you don't have trouble dating. You're someone's sweet scotch egg. <laughs> They're not oh, yeah. sweet. No, yeah. It's probably no, very, very savory. bitter. And, yeah, savory. They're yeah. not bitter. What well, are they? They're like an egg. Uh, what do you imagine an egg? Yeah. A meaty egg. Yeah, they're meaty. That is <laughs> from a okay. thick chicken, Ryan. just thick thighs. <laughs> Your comedy is stalled because you stopped Whoa. doing it. <laughs> he does improv comedy. Okay, improv, I would say. <laughs> Right. Um, mm. Oh, this is hard. Um, uh, banter. Mm, I'm good at that. <laughs> How's everybody doing tonight? Yeah. Anyone else? Anyone else get a haircut this month? What? <laughs> Did you write that? <laughs> yeah, man. You can have it if you want. You mean it? Who else likes the barber? Um, I'm gonna say barber. ranty. You like to rant. I do get angry. And Men. and French. I do a very good Gatineau accent. <laughs> Are you French? No. no. Okay. Can you do the accent well, you said now? That with the stain. I have more questions. Oh, sure. What <laughs> advice would you... And then we could just gab. <laughs> uh, what <laughs> advice... <laughs> Don't snort into the microphone. I can't help it. We're canceling this podcast. What advice would you give someone looking for their comedy partner? I don't know. Uh, we Find just- David. <laughs> Like, Talk what, to David. What? Like, someone's like, I wish I, like, I'm listening to this and they're having so much fun. And clearly, this is a niche for person. Like, <laughs> I make comedy. Everybody hates me. This is the saddest a- comedian in the world. <laughs> How do I be more like Andrew and David? <laughs> what do you get? Everyone knows you in the comedy community as a duo. What do you get out of being a comedy duo? Weighed down. <laughs> I. Been doing stand up for seven years before I met David, so it still hurts. <laughs> so your brand has really suffered. Yeah, all like, my best material. You know, is I from can't David. think of Andrew by himself. <laughs> no, I don't know. Like we met in school, and he was already doing stand up. Um, mm-hmm. And I don't know. He like I was interested in. It, he kind of like told me like the ins and outs, like how to get involved and like stuff like that. And then I didn't. I didn't really realize <laughs> that I didn't have other friends <laughs> in the community. <laughs> You saying I didn't have any friends? Well, I thought Bitch. I, well, there was <laughs> people that we knew that I was like, oh, Andrew's like really good friends with those people. And then I'd see you after a little while interact. I'd be like, oh, they hate each other, actually. <laughs> see, that's the thing. Like, 
I I wish Christina didn't have oh. comedy friends, but she's so popular. Oh I'm God, like, thank you. people oh. hate her. I oh, know. good. You thank mean? you. Name names. Who hates me? No, we can't go down. Give me wine first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one time I did get Andrew wine drunk at my home and made him list everyone who's gossiped. They were supposed me. to be writing comedy, yeah. and they just made a list of who they we thought made hated lists each other, of who we found attractive in the community, and who hated him. Um, do you guys write together? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. And is it productive? Sometimes, for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My instincts are always wrong, so it really helps to run by and David. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I can back up his instincts me wrong. I uh, will yeah. run a joke by Andrew, and he'll just give me a like say the punchline, and he won't react in any way at all. He'll just stare at me like blanked face, uh, and then that feels bad. And then I try it on stage, and it works fine. <laughs> so, so good. Um, can we play a game, the Rotten Tomatoes game? Sure. Remember that one? Yeah. It's a fun. Okay, so we all have to think of one of our guilty pleasure movies that we legitimately love, and then we look them up on Rotten Tomatoes and see Ooh. which one has the worst score. Is that how the game went? That is it. And if you can, if you can love- It has to be below 30% but if to you even can score. like the lowest rated movie, you win this game. You win what this What do you game. really win, though? Uh, pride, shame. <laughs> pride and shame. Pride and well. shame. They just cancel each other out. Like, my last one was from Justin to Kelly, and I won. So, <laughs> thank Whoa, you so much. Whoa, that was bad. It was <laughs> so good. But now I'm trying to think of my current one. Yeah, I think you have blanking. something in your teeth. <laughs> <laughs> Embarrassed. <laughs> Keep that in. <laughs> I'll leave it. Uh, and just for context, from Justin to Kelly is 10% on Rotten Tomatoes. Whoa. Thank wow. you so much. That's I really might have something movie. in my teeth, but I play to win. Yeah, you do. It's true. You want me to go first? Go first. Okay. Uh, I think this is a loved movie, but I, I keep getting proved wrong. I guess that thing you do. All right. Is that, that with Tom Hanks? Yeah. It's oh, a great yeah, I movie. Liked it. I yeah. knew it would be Tom Hanks. Uh, I didn't even think of that. Yeah. I, I do. You're a big him. Tom Hanks guy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I have uh, mine. Well, this is not. Uh, What's it app? What is this movie about? It's about like a Beatles-esque band, band yeah. that have like a one hit and then they rise to success and then plummet. To David, the I'm going to say you lose this challenge wholeheartedly because it got like, 93%. Okay, see, that makes sense to me. That's why I wasn't sure. You're like, this is a good movie. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I've shown it to like like partners and just like, yeah, this is one of my favorite movies. And then just like this, like three in a row were just like, yeah, this sucks. Maybe All they right. just wanted to sleep with you. Okay. <laughs> that thing you do. No, and so they're like insulting you. Yeah, turn off the movie. Let's go. That's <laughs> what I do with you. <laughs> no, Let's go. Okay, I think mine is, and I'm nervous about this because this is one of the better films I like. I'm going to choose Monster-in-Law starring Jennifer Lopez. Come on, below 30. Who was the mother-in-law? Um, That woman who's the monster-in-law. Okay, I what's it that? Wrong. What's it that? What's it that? Seventeen percent. Yes. Uh, <laughs> you do suck. Okay, what's yours? Um, Idle Hands. Oh, oh fuck! That's one of my favorites too. That what singer is of Blink One Eighty Two is in it. It's uh, for like two seconds. Yeah, but it's <laughs> that's why I watched it. <laughs> do you know what I'm constantly surprised about that we have any listeners on this podcast? <laughs> I don't think you will anymore. <laughs> All right, Idle Hands, which was a oh. horrible movie. Sixteen percent. What? Yeah. Okay, I am trash. Ryan, what's yours? Okay, my uh, movie. It's um. About a man who Whoa. works for an insurance company, and it's called Cedar Rapids. Okay. Oh, yeah, that was bad. And you liked it? I really liked it. It made me feel good. Okay, what's it at? 86. Oh, Whoa, yeah, you, you and I. Yeah. 
So I don't hands. I am the biggest loser. Yes. Ever. You are. <laughs> Ugh, I thought uh, I would always win this game. Do, do you guys have a movie that makes you cry? Like All, yes. every movie. But like, actually. oh really? I think I cry <laughs> once a day without fail. Um, Is that normal? I don't know. Your skin looks great. It's got to be from crying. Because <laughs> I don't wash my face, so maybe do you know, it's just tears. Ugh. Do you know the movie About Time with Rachel oh, McAdams? Of course, that movie makes you cry. Um, it's about a that? dad who can time travel. Uh, yeah. Uh, what are you reaching? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Somebody with black hair for sure. Bill Nye's the dad. I, Why are you asking that? Though? Well, I don't know. We're just talking about movies, and I, uh, I always, I cry not from like sad things in movies. I cry from like. Like a like a father and son coming together. I, I always <laughs> father and son. You'll stuff. cry at about time because they okay. have. A it's about a father and son. It's um, okay. Yeah, that always gets me. I recently rewatched uh, Saint Vincent with oh. uh, Bill Murray, and oh, at the yeah. end when. The boy ends up teaching him. Oh, that's <laughs> me every time. <laughs> every single time. Uh, no, I cry at, I would say, most movies. Mm. Andrew, you seem emotionally detached. <laughs> what movie makes you cry all the time? I don't think you've ever cried at a movie, I bet. Really? I, Have you ever cried? I cried this oh, morning like yeah. three times. <laughs> okay, never mind. If it, it, literally, if a, if a female friend came to me and said, Ryan, I need some advice, because nice. you're like a smart guy. Okay. I'm, see, I'm seeing this guy, and he's never cried. I would say break up with yeah, him. Yeah, of course. But there are dudes who are, that exists. Mm-hmm. That just never cry? I just want to make this clear, that's not Andrew. No, uh, no. I'm more detached. I've never, like, I've seen five movies, I think, in my life. Yeah. What? Never... Idle Hands being one. Yeah. yeah. It's three of them, actually. Yeah. <laughs> you can count them all in your my idle, idle hand. Speaking okay, of being emotionally <laughs> so detached. We'll work on that. <laughs> can we give some relationship advice? Yes. I think I'm most... You qualified. <laughs> I mean, today's actually marks the uh, anniversary of dating long distance for two years. Wow! Congratulations. Thank you. Are you guys gonna Facetime? It's <laughs> all we can do. <laughs> <laughs> do you kiss the Do you kiss the screens? <laughs> you got to go yeah, all in. Yeah. Is that real? So it's intimacy. What do you mean? <laughs> I have so many questions about sex over Facetime. It just seems like you so. Do you just prop the phone up so you can do things, or do you have to hold the phone? The I feel whole like you time? you don't do that, do you? I don't want you to answer the question before you ask me. No. <laughs> hey, before you answer, you don't do that, though, do you? Uh, yeah, let's give some relationship advice. But people do do that, right? You said do do. <laughs> All right. Okay. For my dad. Don't cry, David. <laughs> uh, the title of this is I Think I Dated a Cannibal. Okay, well. This is the serious one. I know it sounds like a joke, but I'm starting to get oh, the weird gonna eat your flesh vibes from a coworker, oh and I'd God. like a second opinion. So so this is a little bit longer, Christina, so bear with me. Oh, God. So last week, a maintenance guy at the factory I worked at asked me if I wanted to go on a date. I was unsure, so I told him I'd think about it, and we exchanged numbers. The next week, he did text me asking um, if it was bad that he wanted to, quote, eat me up. All right, so he's engaging in some harmless flirting. That's okay. He went on to say something about nibbling on me. Nothing weird there. He texted me again the next night and ended the conversation by saying he wanted to, quote, feast on me, then didn't reply (laughs) after that. Again, I'm assuming he's talking about some oral stuff, and I was receptive enough to his advances. He hasn't texted since, but at work, he's been walking past me saying things like, yummy, or you look delicious. (laughs) Again, nothing really jumped out at me until one night at work. I was minding my own business, running this, um, some lawnmower blades along a grinder. It was no, why, why? 
She works at a factory. I don't know why. Okay. She's going to get eaten at the end of this. <laughs> yeah, there's the tools to cut her up. This is the obituary. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, sorry. Um, I almost dropped a blade when I noticed him staring at me from 30 feet away. Hmm. He was making exaggerated chewing motions with his mouth <laughs> and mouthing the words, I want to eat you. <laughs> He did this three times, and I kind of just nervously smiled and waved, but he just kept staring at me, mouthing the same words. He eventually came over and said, I want to eat you, and then walked away. Whoa. Then it hit me. I suddenly got this weird feeling in my stomach that he literally wants to eat my flesh. After that moment, I replayed everything in my head, and it's uh, and I realized how creepy it is. A while ago, he cut commenting on my muscles. It's a ton. Anyway, she goes on. I'm probably being paranoid, <laughs> but this is beyond like anything so. I've ever encountered. How do I avoid all this being weird and being ground up and served as an entree? Eat him first. <laughs> <laughs> get get him where he can get you. I was like him like staring at like I picture him just like wearing like a lobster bib or something. It's like I'm getting the feeling. Is this guy just possibly so bad at flirting? I think yeah, that's crazy that she's like. No. Yeah. I, what does he mean as he's saying I want to eat yeah, you? Exactly. What can it be? Oh no, I. Uh, yeah, I, I think I would not question any of She's begging to be eaten. <laughs> I don't know what it says about me, but if this was happening uh. like anywhere other than a factory, I'd be like, this guy's going to go down on me hard. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't be worried that he's, he's going to eat me eat. up like a delicious scotch egg. <laughs> like, I don't think so. Just even nibbling is gross. No, I feel like I, they didn't I, even go on a date. I think it's funny that he like geared up and then yeah. just started being very like, <laughs> like, yeah, well, you're delicious. I want to nibble on you. I want to go with you. <laughs> like, I, like it's it's possible that he just is like, I've seen this in the movie, you know, one time. But because mouthing the words at the <laughs> office over and over is like, that's nice, like dude. you could put that in like a thriller movie. Like yeah. just like that's insane. Not a good one. Yeah, no. Okay, There's, wait. So we're all so wait. So all three of you are like, yes, she's reading this right. He wants to eat yeah. her. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm reading this like, like no romantic. Girl, <laughs> like he is so good at oral that he just keeps bragging about how his skill. I mean, I'd, maybe I do not no, think he no. wants to eat her. Why did he say I want to eat you three times? <laughs> I, I can I think never. at one point he'd throw in vagina or something. <laughs> also, he was making exaggerated chewing motions at one point. That's not oral. Uh, isn't, isn't it? Uh, my brain. Thank God you're in a long distance. The <laughs> distance I, is key. I like that he's like, he's, he hasn't texted since, but at work he's walking past me saying yummy and you look delicious. Even if he did, like. Yeah. You'd think he'd be a little bit more like, I think the guy's just so, I mean, I really worry about myself. (laughs) Is all cannibalism sexual, though? I don't think it is. The good kind. (laughs) Are there a lot of cannibals that that's something I should be worried about? You're just genuinely scared. (laughs) Yeah, this guy's working around sharp blades and stuff. Because to me, until he's like, girl, I want to like eat you like a well-cooked steak. I would, and I would probably still <laughs> then still, be like... You'd be like, yeah, good. Nah, and how does he like, how does he, ex- does he have to like trick her into an oven like Hansel and Gretel style? Like, God. <laughs> you'd think he'd work at like a meat factory though. Yeah. So does it say be, what kind of the, the factory? No, it just says a factory. It, it is weird one. that he says yummy a lot. That's hard even in like a non-cannibal uh, yeah. sexual situation. I don't like that one I love at all. the idea of like... <laughs> 
this guy's like, he has some like coach on the outside. Like, assuming he's not a cannibal, somebody's like, yeah, girls love, love when you say like yummy a lot. There's like, like a Will Smith hitch yeah. type guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <Totally> yummy. <laughs> Relating her to girl. Chicks love when you like associate them with food. So like, keep it up. Jeez, did you say that. nibble? <laughs> Wait, did she hear nipple or nipple? <laughs> Yeah, no, he wants he's, he's gonna he's gonna eat that. Yeah. Right. that this might woman not... can't read this. Oh <laughs> she's dead. She's no, dead. Yeah. yeah, she's a pie. I right think now. she just had a great orgasm and he was <laughs> yeah. like, yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> she should just like update this and be like, guys, Are you able to update. see the replies? Uh, sometimes they do. Usually they do. Should don't. we write her back? Like, Send her the podcast. Tell, tell us how the out. orgasm was. Are you okay? If you can. <laughs> That's yeah. horrible. I don't like joking about that. Um, <laughs> just, you will, however, joke about her good orgasm from this guy. Of course I will. I think the guy's a little socially... I like, I want to know more about him. Like Maybe he's just a little socially awkward. He hasn't like been with a woman, and he's like... I. And also, he's probably seeing movies that are like, it's said that men don't like going down on women. So I'm going to make it extra clear that I am ready to eat yeah. her. Yeah, DJ Khaled. Maybe just, he listened to our episode about DJ Khaled not going down on his wife. Maybe, and he's like, I got to tell her she's yummy. I got to say I want to <laughs> nibble down there. I want to say chewing because I don't quite know what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah. I'm Nobody just does. assuming. Uh, <laughs> oh, uh, okay, guys, we should uh, give thanks. you guys a chance to promo some stuff before we go. Oh, yeah, promo. <sighs> I don't I don't know. <laughs> we have the Art House Cafe, Laffey at the Cafe. Uh, it's a confusing, non-specific date. It's this month. <laughs> oh, this month? It's <laughs> no, sorry. It's not this month. It's May, it's May 18th. 18th. Yeah. At Art House Cafe Featuring on a bunch Somerset of comedians Street. from Montreal, professionals. Wow. Oh, yeah. bonjour. Harrison Weinreb, who defeated us all in the uh, <clears throat> recent comedy competition. Amanda. I don't know. I don't okay. know. She'll be emceeing. We'll <laughs> <laughs> uh, She's very funny. Art House Cafe. Yeah, Somerset. we have a show coming up. Okay. It's we like, have a show on June 12th <laughs> yeah. at Irene's Spot. Pub. June 12th Ottawa. at Irene's Pub. Let's start now because we got to pack that place pack out. Pack that place. This is the last do place. Do you need two openers? No. Me. We do duo quote unquote improv sometimes. Yeah. So. Everything we do is kind of improv. <laughs> we we'll got to pack the place out. This is the last performance I'm doing before I have a baby. A so baby. Got to pack uh, this you place out. have a baby out. coming? Yeah. Whoa. Do you not listen gross. to our podcast? I listened to the one I was on. Great. <laughs> I listened to David's. Oh my god, that's, that's a cute. This was funnier. Cute. Guys, thanks for joining Thank us. You. We really appreciate this it. This was Thank so you. fun. Cue that outro music. Woo! Get Me. that orgasm, girl. <laughs> Today's episode was recorded in Ottawa, Ontario at Pop-Up Podcasting, featuring Christina Muehlberger and Ryan Mulligan, recorded by J.P. Davidson, and featuring music by Nikolai Haidless, Mr. Gavin, and Fox Beat Music, all available on SoundCloud. Thanks for listening. <laughs>